What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Charlie Bell. Hello. A good day, Weasel. Yabba-dabba-doozy. Yabba-dabba-doozy, baby. (laughs) So what's been up? What's been up? What's been up? Up, you guys. Uh, let's start with you, Wheezy. And I was trapped on the freeway. Well, I wasn't even trapped on the freeway. I was trapped trying to get on the freeway today. <laughs> well, t- today? Today, yeah, man. It was. Uh, it, it normally takes me about five, ten minutes to get to the get to the freeway. Mm-hmm. But today it was like it was really it was really backed up. And then when I got to the on ramp, there was a, a highway patrol and there were car uh, cones blocking the entrance mm-hmm. and uh since we wasn't moving <laughs> <laughs> had a chance to see the bomb squad oh, drive no. on to the uh on-ramp mm. uh to the freeway and uh it took me about took me about 45 minutes to to actually get on the freeway wow um you hate to see the bomb squad <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah charlie bill yeah. and i we get to see them all the time working for the government yeah <laughs> were you were you in my building when we just had the last one or was yes. that just before you started? No, I was there. It was just after you started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were like, stand away from the window. Like, they didn't evacuate. Remember, they didn't evacuate anyone. <laughs> they, they, did like, they did a half-ass evacuation. Yeah, they were like, well, we think it might be dangerous, but just in case, stay your ass at your desk and yeah. work. <laughs> but not by the window, though. It was like, go to the west side of the building. Right. Everybody on the east side of the building, just go to the west side of the building. Right. Just let the, just let the building lean yeah. to the side. Because you think the bomb is only going to blow up half the side of the building. Right. The Leaning Tower of Pisa. Anyway, yeah, that shit was dumb. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, that, uh, you know, just... Uh, yeah, so that was uh that was a that, that was a little uh a little off putting. Then um uh yesterday uh I emceed uh uh my mother's church through an appreciation for her. Oh uh, sweet. Yeah, I was I was the MC. 
And uh, <laughs> and uh, it, it was cool. And, you know, uh, a lot of people uh, went up there and they said a lot of nice things about her. And, oh, that's uh, beautiful. Yeah. You know, I said, you know, we're here to tr- uh, pay tribute to the life of, you know, my mom. And it's always nice to, you know, you know, when they, they say, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, pay tribute. What, what, what is the um, homage? Homage, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but there, 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 there's something else that pay uh, respect, pay respect, homage, uh, uh, um, tribute, tribute. I, I don't know, but Honor. it was, <laughs> but it, it has some- <laughs> acknowledge, <laughs> game recognized, <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and I told them about my Alzheimer's uh, disease and how, how my mother's been with me through the entire. They're like, Mama Weasel been holding it down. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I'm saving all my nice words for a funeral. Oh see, yeah, don't well, do that. Well, see, well that was yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I was like, uh, we're here to celebrate the life right. of uh, Patricia Standover. Dearly and, beloved. Yeah, yes, we're exactly. Here today, <laughs> to get this thing called life. life. Right. <laughs> Electric word, life. It means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, you young people out there, that was the uh, that was from the from the from the Gospel of Prince. Yes, <laughs> let's go crazy. <laughs> Chapter one, <laughs> verse two. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Post nineteen ninety nine. All right, so Charlie Bell. Oh, 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 oh but no, oh. but finish. Oh, oh and, and and my dad, my dad has has gone home. Um, which, uh, which home? Uh, to be with the Lord. No, no, no. He's gone home <laughs> from to the a, hospital. To, from the hospital. Yes. Okay. Because okay. we, yeah. we were like to be with the Lord. You know, <laughs> you know black people. We love some um, metaphors. We love some. Well, that, that was the that was the thing when I when I when I inboxed my cousins <laughs> when I when I inboxed my cousins mm-hmm. to let them know yeah. that their uncle was going home. One of my cousins said. Uh, do you mean literally? Or, right. Or, like, is or there a service? A homegoing service? Yeah, so he's going home to Inglewood. Do you mean the mortuary? Exactly. <laughs> the old folks' home? Right. To be with the Lord? Lots or? of homes out there. Right. He's going to the place where he lives. <laughs> is it his home or Harrison Ross's home? I know. Right? Ooh. <laughs> Cold. Yeah. A house is not a home. No, but I was going to say, no, that's beautiful because Mm. before my dad passed, we had the opportunity to have a big birthday celebration for his 70th birthday Mm -hmm. party. And that was um, really the main purpose and the main benefit was Mm. like, why should people wait until someone's dead to say what they really feel about them? I know why. Because for some people it ain't shit good to say about them, so they just lie when they die. Well, I'm not... <laughs> just for some people, all right. I mean, that's true. That's true. But if you're if you have something good to say, say it while motherfuckers alive. Right. That's, yeah. that's what I'm encouraging. Yeah. Or say it while the mother's alive. Yeah. <laughs> that too. That too. Yeah. So Charlie Bill, how was your trip? Mm, it was a little rough. Um, you know, I, I we'll, we're going to talk about bre- breast cancer awareness, but that, I was visiting a friend who's battling breast cancer. Oh, man. So that was um, pretty tough. Yeah. But um, I missed you guys, and I'm back, and I got to go to the Taste of Soul yesterday. All right. Okay. I got cool. a lot to say about that. You tasted some soul? I tasted a lot of soul. <laughs> How was it? I smelled some soul. Because <laughs> you know what got soul, brothers and sisters? <laughs> what, what, what did you have? What was what was good? Oh, 
I had some ribs from uh, I had some rib tips and barbecue chicken from Brothers. I had, I had heard okay. Brothers was probably good. I had never had it before. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But um, you know the the main thing about the taste of soul is really the people watching and mm-hmm. just being in. And it's so funny because. I mean, it was almost like a Charles Dickens moment. It was like, <laughs> it was like it was the best of the hood, <laughs> and the, the worst, worst of the hood. hood. <laughs> you know, like seriously, like literally right there on Crenshaw and King, like one block east, and it's like gentrified as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's like you know manicured lawns mm-hmm. and like this like somebody had put a flyer on my windshield, and this like old this like. Co- yuppie couple walked by and he picked it up off the floor like and handed it to me like keep your trash off my street i was like damn i didn't even even know it was on that's right you know (laughs) and then and then one block over you walk by and it's like people are smoking blunts watching yolanda adams (laughs) wait smoking blunts and watching yolanda adams Sing gospel. Yes, I was gonna say it was the best times. It was the best of the hood. Like it's everything you love and hate about the hood, like all mixed in together. I loved it. But you know, okay, so this is the part that I hated about the hood. Well, the good part. Well, it's kind of the good end, but the the bad part was that there was an older lady, right? And she was a tourist, apparently from St. Louis, visiting mm-hmm. a friend, and she said she had an anxiety problem. Mm-hmm. And so, she, of course, she got lost from the friend, oh, and God. she came up to me and my two friends and asked us for help, and we were able to help her. Mm-hmm. But then she really started going to full-blown like panic, panic attack, attack mode, mm-hmm. and we didn't know if she was having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. She was like grabbing her left shoulder mm-hmm. and freaking out, right? So... Mm-hmm. We already had had a few drinks, so mm. we weren't like perfectly in our you know sober mm. minds, but mm. we were like we that shit sobered us up quick, right? Mm. So my one homegirl that had the only phone that was working was trying to get her friend on the phone mm. and like track down some senior citizen lady that we've never seen before, mm. like in the midst of this huge mm. crowd. Mm. And then my other friend, she's a professional caregiver, so mm. she stayed with the lady and kind of tried to keep her calm and mm. hold on, you know. And then I ran off, mind you, mm-hmm. faded, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm trying to find help. Like yeah, I'm like, yeah. hey, we're having a medical emergency, right, right. and I'm thinking there should have been like signs, like right, right. like emergency stations. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't see anything. Yeah. So finally, I I went to these people that were taking down poles. I figured mm-hmm. they knew at least where the workers mm-hmm. were. They're like, oh, there's some officers right there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. So you s- picture me. Somewhat intoxicated, mm-hmm. running full speed towards three fully armed LAPD white mm-hmm. officers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I was freaking terrified. I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh my God, they're going to think. Uh, you know, I don't know what mm-hmm. they're going to think. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to like look as non-threatening as I can mm-hmm. while still trying to get this lady some mm-hmm. help, right? Mm-hmm. So then these officers... They say nothing to me. Mm-hmm. They don't acknowledge me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell them, like, mm-hmm. she's a senior citizen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, basically, that's basically where I'm going with the story. <laughs> so, I mean, these motherfuckers, like, didn't say, like, not one word. They didn't ask me, where is she? Is she okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm walking away. They start going the other direction. I was like, no, she's over here, motherfuckers. Like, they literally were going the other way. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? Do you, you don't think I know where she is? Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, I'm trying to get them over there. To the, they literally haven't said anything. I'm mm-hmm. just like, you know, she's a senior citizen. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know if she's having a heart attack, mm-hmm. a panic attack. We don't mm-hmm. know. Like, she needs get the ambulance. Nobody goes for their walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. Nobody calls in backup. They don't call the ambulance. Nothing. They stroll like it's a fucking Saturday afternoon stroll. Like, I swear, I think they thought she was maybe a crackhead or something that fell out. Like, as though crackheads don't deserve ambulances, but whatever. That's another story. So, they just were totally unhelpful 
and borderline hostile and disrespectful. They get there. They don't come near the woman. They don't look at her. They don't touch her skin to see if it's clammy. They don't check her pulse. They weren't helping her at all. They just stood there. So finally, like maybe five minutes later, three bike um, three bike paramedics come and find us, right? Bike paramedics. They didn't even have an ambulance, right? So the the paramedics, they were very professional. This is L.A. Fire Department. They did a great job. They helped the lady. They, you know, they calmed her down. They helped her get her breathing together. Like, I don't know if they took her to the hospital or what happened because we left. But it just was so demonstrative of, like, this is why motherfuckers get shot. This is how shootouts happen when people are, like, in a state of heightened you know, emergency and excitement and you're concerned and you're worried. And then the people who are supposed to help aren't helpful. And in fact, they're hostile. And my whole thing is like, if you motherfuckers hate black people this much, don't work in our fucking community. Like go away, go to fucking Palmdale or Santa Clarita or somewhere. You don't have to work in our community. I mean, you could just feel the hate. They just didn't like black people. They, they assume that any black person was just, drunk or high or i mean you could just tell that they didn't even give any credence to this lady's like health or welfare i mean she was just some poor old lady like not that it should even have to be a specific type of person for you to give a shit right but they just didn't so i just was felt like it was very poor service and i'm gonna write to my council member about it and it was terrible so fuck these police i'm not gonna say all the police but fuck these police for sure okay so but how was the taste of soul <laughs> well, I mean, that kind of like, I mean, it was, like I said, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. All right. It was fun. We had a good time. We ran to our friends. We saw music. We ate some food. Who did you, you see? saw music? We saw <laughs> music soul child? We saw, we saw <laughs> musicians oh, oh, okay. performing musical selections. Oh, I see. Okay. Like, you really did have a lot to drink. <laughs> <I know. laughs> There's musical notes floating around the air. They're like, now, did you like have drinks or acid? <laughs> All the musical notes were pink. Right. <laughs> and the elephants. And the elephants, right. yeah. No, I mean, it was just, you know, whatever. It was fun, but it just, it just kind of, it's just like that, always that reminder of like, no matter how good of a time you're having in your community, if, if the people who are there to help aren't really helpful, it's, it's stressful. If you had to hit me up, I would have uh, come. I didn't go because Shantae didn't want to go. And I think she wasn't feeling that well. And I couldn't, I read on the thing that I couldn't bring my dog. Oh, yeah. So that I was out then. I was like, well, I'm not going by myself. Well, shit. I don't, I mean, I feel like I saw people there with dogs. And on top of that, there was really no, like, um, I mean, it's free, right? So yeah. nobody was taking tickets. We just strolled in. People, were, right? That's like, what I was can, wondering. How, like, can, how can I not bring my dog right. to something that's on the fucking street? Right. That's like that's not charging any money. What right. do you mean I can't bring my dog? You could have. I, I, I Maybe if a police officer would have saw you, they would have said, "Oh, don't you know, move your dog." But people had dogs. People had weed. I mean, come on. Yeah. I should have just took him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I see, will next. Well, time. see, your problem is you. You actually read. Yeah. So. Exactly. That was where you. That was that where was, you went wrong. That's where you went wrong. That was, I your, know. That, that was your first mistake. <laughs> so now, what are the rules? So I shall follow them. Right. You I know. know. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna do next year. I'll just be like, oh, I don't. You know, ignorance is bliss. Seriously. <laughs> oh man. I don't know nothing. You know. You know? So, um, so yeah. I uh, well, before we go any further. 
I don't want to forget this. Let me say this real quick. Um, so the 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 voting for the Black Web Log Awards has started, everybody. So <clears throat> you can go and vote for us now. The first round ends on the 20th. And then after the 20th, you can still vote. We Actually, we need you to vote yet again because that, those are the finals. Mm-hmm. So you just go to www.blackweblogawards. That's black, B-L-A-C-K. B-L-A-C-K. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're black? W-E-B-L-O-G Awards A-W-A-R-D-S Dot com Just go there and look for The Shiznit Show And Support Click it and submit And that's simple It takes about two minutes at the most And uh, don't forget to vote again after uh, After the 20th For the finals So we appreciate that um, so anyway, um, <clears throat> so <laughs> what's up with you? I started uh, going back to the gym. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, I uh, pretty much put it off as long as I could. I was trying to, you know, do as much as I could just with the eating and all that stuff. And then I pretty much hit a wall and was like, "All right, so I joined the gym yeah. and." Uh, <laughs> when I was uh, checking out gyms, you know, I was trying to find one that's most convenient, whatever is closest by, and because you know I don't drive and all that, so I want something that was real close. And there's this little hood gym that's uh, right there on the corner mm-hmm. on Crenshaw. It's called uh, Black uh, Black Diamond, and everybody like around here like has heard of it and has you know been to it or seen it or know of it or whatever. So anyway. <clears throat> I've been past it a, a million times, and I know a couple friends that even worked out there, you know, way back in the day. I was like, well, let me let me give them a shot. Let me see what they're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, since, like I said, it's right there. Mm-hmm. So I went in there, and <clears throat> yeah, it was it was it was hood times up in there. Word, which you know, I was okay with. I expected that, and I was okay with it. The equipment wasn't you know good enough condition. It wasn't like the latest or the greatest stuff, but it was definitely enough to get the job done but there was like i guess there had been a flood or something oh no (laughs) and they had like all these fans like airing out the floor and whatever else and you know it was hot as hell at this point this was this was uh at the beginning of last week so it was really hot and so yeah that was not great so did you work out or no so um no, I did not because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to inhale black mold. <laughs> Fuck black dynamite. I didn't want black mold. <laughs> or black mildew. Or black I know black diamond. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh I um and then I realized there was like no air condition. And so I was like, Yeah, that's definitely not gonna work. Wait. That was like it the wasn't whole... working or it, they didn't have any. Same thing to me. <laughs> there was no cold air right it, same thing to me how can you have a gym and with so no ac that's i was crazy. like that's not cool because that was one of my biggest because you know I, I have some you know some things around here some free weights and different things whatever and plus you know you don't really need a gym to work out and i know that you mm-hmm. know my first time around i didn't go to a gym really mm-hmm. but the heat you know, I was the heat kept making me, you know, not want to work. Out. Right. I mean, you already don't want to. At least I don't. I already mm-hmm. hate it. Right. And then the heat was just like, fuck it. I'm not I'm not working out in this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to pay 
to go work out someplace that has no air conditioning. That's just insanity. Right. You're like, I can, I can not work out in the heat at my house for right. free. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I ended up going, uh, joining uh, Planet Fitness, and uh, I got the, the black card membership so I can bring somebody every time I go, okay. which is so pretty cool. So uh, my cousin Brian, shout out to Brian. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I, he, he said he wanted to go work out with me. So mm-hmm. we went, we went to, uh, work out and this, <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you exactly how it happened to me and then I'll, <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 we're there and we're on the, on the, uh, like on the elliptical. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I'm, you know, punching in all the stuff, getting everything ready and, and, you know, mm-hmm. getting into the workout and I look over and I see Brian, and I forgot to put it. I was going to put it on the screen so you guys can see it on the mm-hmm. big screen. I have to put it on the little screen. Mm-hmm. And I saw Brian with this mask on. Oh, my God. That looked like the only thing I can ex- explain it the way it looked. He looked like Bane. Ooh. He, looked like, <laughs> he looked just like Bane. Ooh. And I was Hello, like, Dino. And I was That's like, scary. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, Brian is, like, handicapped, right? <laughs> I'm thinking, like, he must, like, he got, like, real bad asthma or some kind right. of respiratory thing right. or, like, so I just, I didn't say anything. You know, I just kept working out. And um, I was like, well, I... You thought he had his asthma <laughs> workout mask on? <laughs> I didn't know what it was. All oh, citizens of South Central. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, look at this. Tell me he don't look like Bane. <laughs> and I was like, I just, you know, kept working out. And I'm like, okay, if he doesn't say anything, I, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to, right, you know. Maybe he had a bad experience at uh, Jim Black Diamond. So right. <laughs> he wasn't taking chances. Right. I, I didn't know what was going on, but I thought it was like something medical or whatever. Right. What's like, serious? I was like, oh man, my my poor little cousin. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, and he, he look at him. He he's going. He's in better shape than me. Right. You know? right, right. I was like, I ain't got no excuse. Right. You know. And so now I was like, now look, like you know, I was looking at him. I was like, dang, look at him. He he kind of going. I'm, I'm like trying to go a little to keep him. Like okay, I gotta keep up with him. I can't let the handicapped dude be. Right. Right. The, the dude with the asthma you know, salvation the, mask. The dude with the oxygen mask. On. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let him outdo me. Right. right. So anyway, uh, then then I look over it and it was off. And I was like, "Oh, dude, don't take it off. Don't don't like. Are mm-hmm. you gonna pass out? Or are you gonna fall out? What's, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Right?" And then he like seemed fine or whatever. And then he kind of he like put it back on. He took it off, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell's going on? It's like, does he need it or does he not need it? Like, mm-hmm. what the hell's going on? Right. right. So I just you know just kept on or whatever. So we we did our cardio and we went on to some of the uh, some of the. Uh, Weights. Some of the resistance. weight machines, whatever, resistance machines and stuff like that. And and uh, he was using it, and then, and then, he's, then he took it off, and he's like, man, that, that mask, it makes it, makes it harder. So I was like, okay, he brought it up. I was like, yeah, man, what's, what's, what's up with that? What is that? He was like, oh, it's just, uh, it's like it, it, it simulates being in high altitude, so you get more of a workout. <gasps> I was like, this nigga. <laughs> he had an anti-oxygen mask on. <laughs> Yeah, he over there choking himself out. Oh my god, he had an autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> mask on. That's gnarly. I bet that's what those are really for. Okay, is that what he jack off? 
motherfuckers be like, Ugh. I was oh like, my I was like, oh damn, <laughs> wow, he's hardcore. You know, I was like, I was like, you realize there's like. 18,000 levels that you can, if it's right. like too easy, you can just go up right. on you these levels. You can literally like climb up to Mount Everest. Right, before <laughs> you have to go and buy something additional to add on to your, I don't know, I, can, I guess I can see the, that being an advantage if you're like an, an NBA player and you're about to go play in Denver. Right. You know, right, right. and you want to practice in that, you know, run up and down the court in that and, right. and, and simulate being in Denver. Right. It might be all good, but I was like, okay, I I get it. I ain't mad at him, but I just was like, why Why not go all the way up to the highest level before you right. do that? Or maybe, I don't know, maybe it, it's different or something, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. But that was that was funny. That is funny. I never even heard of <laughs> that before. Me either. That's why I was like, he's Bane. <laughs> Brian is Bane. <laughs> I have no oxygen. <laughs> and then, um... Oh my god! And niggas at the gym. Why? Niggas, why are niggas like this? This is what they remind me. Of. Remember Terry Crews when he does the Euro training? Mm-mm, oh, okay. I'm about to show. I'm about to show it to you. You guys, right. I, I will post. Unfortunately, it's not very audio friendly, so you guys will have to uh, go to the Shizna Show page and check it out. I'll post it there after the show. Oh, you might want to step back. Okay. Further. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh my gosh! They're only very visual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know he's, he's pop locking with free weights. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. He's, uh, he's doing the Russian thing. Basically. Yeah, they're they're yeah. sixty pound weights, yeah. sixty pound dumbbells. He's basically doing MC Hammer routine yeah. with prison weights right now. <laughs> oh, okay. That's Damon Wayans. Okay. Yeah, this was on my wife and kids. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, niggas at the gym, man. They are like totally on. Why? Why are you like? Now, it's one thing. Okay, first of all, Terry Crews was joking around. This was right. for comedic effect, right? right? But there's dudes at the gym that's doing extreme workout when they don't look like Terry Crews or The Rock, right? Like, nigga, you still got love handles, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you still got a spare tire, right? Like, why don't you do the regular shit first, right? Until you master get, the basics. Right, right. Get get all yeah. the way to, you know. In shape. In shape. And then take that shit up and, and not. Right. Because and, and then go beast mode. Right. And then they're like <laughs> barely doing it and they're right. doing it like. Wrong. Like, look, like, he gonna hurt himself. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Nigga, don't fall on me. Right. Don't fall on your girl. Especially because the police don't want to come help. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, damn, dude, right. just just do regular just first. Do, right, I know. Why are you trying to go do beast extra. mode when you ain't done regular? Like, right. I can tell you ain't done regular because you ain't mm-hmm. in shape. Right. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Some that's not, that's not you know, that's that's you know a lot of lot of guys, man. They just they they feel like they need to compete. They need to show off. Yeah, that's the the best way to work out is when you. The, I think like a lot of times it's like for a lot of people they don't really get a, a good workout experience till they stop caring how they look in front of other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you got the other extreme. Like today, I'm 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 on the uh, on the bike doing some cardio, and there's a girl who <laughs> had been on the bike for a while because I had passed her by a couple times mm-hmm. and. 
and you know d- done some other machines whatever she was still on the bike mm-hmm. i come and get on the bike next to her she's still there like mm-hmm. i said she had already been there mm-hmm. i'm on the bike for 20 minutes she was on the bike like i said a while before me mm-hmm. and she was just winding up when i was winding up did not have a drop of sweat and i could see i looked at her machine and i could see she was on level zero 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 and i'm like like okay it's kind of nice that you could pedal for like an hour right and not break a sweat right. but like you just wasted an you hour. wasted an hour <laughs> you wasted an hour literally yeah. you wasted yeah. an hour like was, was she on the phone too why, why? no but she <laughs> could have been she might as well have been she was she was, like she could have been doing her taxes she, she, <laughs> Let me rephrase that. She wasn't speaking on the phone. Oh, okay. But right. she was on her phone, like, surfing the web and whatnot, right, right, right. you know, the whole time. And I'm like, you just, like... It's she's like, looking for the bikini she's going to buy when she gets the, in shape. <laughs> well, she's actually in good shape, right. but she still just wasted her time. Yeah, that like, was a huge waste of time. Like, she, I'm, she literally, she was not breathing hard. There was not a drop of sweat. No. Like... Pump that shit up like I haven't worked out in forever. Right. And I'm like not on zero. Right. You know, I'm like, I'm like on like 10. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, I know she could probably be on 20. Yeah, but you know, you've had <laughs> success and experience with weight loss before, so you know what it takes, you know? And I think that's, but that's the value of like a personal trainer. The first time I worked out with a personal trainer, oh my God, he kicked my ass. And, it, but you see results so much quicker. So if you really don't know what you're doing, try to find, go to a gym that at least includes like at least a couple free personal training sessions, and they'll give you guidance. Because yeah, people waste a lot of time in the gym, yeah. and it makes them not want to go because they don't see the results. You know? Yeah, I mean, and, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, I don't claim to be like an, an expert, but this kind of stuff know, is like basics. basics. Right. Like, that's, yeah, like, and I'm like, there's two. I'm looking at the one dude in front of me. That's going ham, right? And, and shouldn't be. He need to take it down a notch. And then there's the other right. chick on the right of like me. He going ham, but he look, <laughs> but he look like he eating ham. <laughs> and she's like, you know, she's like thin in good shape or whatever. Right. But she's like not. She's wasting her time because right. she's not getting anything out of. She's just sitting there pedaling and not sweating, right. not breathing hard, not Nothing. doing. Just like like push. That's what the button is for. Go up right. some levels, mm. chick. <laughs> Oh man, of course, and it didn't take. I was like, like the the thing about the gym that I one of the things I always hate is the dude who got to come over and give you tips and all that kind of shit. No, and but I have to say though that this dude, out of all the people who came over all the times and give gave me unsolicited advice, he did it the like. He was like the nicest about it and was the, like the least intrusive. Mm-hmm. Like he actually even asked first. What did he like, say? Well, he said, "Do you mind if I give you a? Do you want? Do you want some a tip or something like that?" Mm-hmm. And I didn't, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be rude, mm-hmm. so I said yes. Mm-hmm. And then he gave me a tip that I didn't want and I didn't like agree with and I didn't follow. What was his so, tip? It, it doesn't matter. It's just the the, the point is like mm-hmm. he came and bothered me in the middle of my right. workout for. But like I said, he was better than like anyone ever right anyone ever like you know so you know yeah but- I, I once had a personal trainer and uh he he would, he would always get he'd be frustrated because he said um well i i'd say it's it's a it's a gender thing i mean women are more receptive to unsolicited advice <laughs> than men <laughs> he would you know he'd go up and talk to women and they'd be fine mm-hmm. with what he was telling them but the the men they always gave him uh, it, it was like you know they were competitive or, or whatever, mm-hmm. 
And I was like, well, they don't want your help. Right. <laughs> I said, you just you just got to leave them alone. If, yeah. they, if they want help, they'll ask for it. Right. Well, I don't think that women are more receptive to it. Mm-hmm. I think we're just conditioned, socially conditioned to be more polite when people do annoying shit in public. Because, I'm- like, I'll tell you one thing that makes me want to have smoke and fire blowing out my ears mm-hmm. is when I'm somewhere and I'm trying to back up and some helpful guy <laughs> decides to get out and fucking act like he's, you know... Mm-hmm. What do, you, what do you call it? Directing me or showing me how to back <laughs> out? Air traffic I'm control. Like, right, air traffic control. <laughs> like, first of all, I have, I'm a very good driver. I don't need your fucking help. I'm an excellent driver. Yeah, exactly. And second of all, I have a rear backup camera. My camera's showing me way more, you know, help than you. I don't need you. I didn't ask for your help. Like, mm-hmm. unsolicited freaking backup driver, uh, helpers, just stop it. Don't fucking do it. I hate it. It's like to me, it's 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 just as bad as getting catcalled on the street because I don't think the guys do that for other guys. I only yeah, see them. Well, they they will. If, do if, they? If, yeah, okay. if you see someone's having trouble, right? Because I I mean I I I do it. Uh, you know, because uh, you know I work and there's a parking lot there, right? And sometimes there've been accidents in the parking lot. Right. So if I see it's it's generally elderly people, but right. you know if I see someone who's like. It looks like he's having trouble. Right. I'll 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 give directions, and, and especially if it looks like they're about to hit the car behind right. them, I'm like, stop, stop. Right, right. You know? Well, yeah, that's different. Yeah. I mean, and if I if I look like I was having trouble, then mm-hmm. I would ask for help. Yeah. But they don't even give you the chance. Like your car won't even be started, yeah. and they'll be like, oh, let me let me yeah. jump on the scene. Yeah, a lot of times I can't even tell who's who who's in the car. I'm just I'm looking at oh god, this person's about to hit somebody. Yeah. But anyway, I don't like fuck everybody. I ain't helping nobody do shit. <laughs> I ain't holding right. doors. I'm right. slamming doors in motherfuckers' faces. I ain't showing nobody how to park. I'm laughing when you hit somebody. Fuck you. I ain't helping nobody do shit. I'm tired of everybody complaining about somebody trying to help them. That's fuck the, you. That's the right attitude. <laughs> Good, because that's what I got. <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> All right, so let's get into these topics. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. All right, so yeah, October is breast can breast cancer awareness month, and uh, the thirteenth was No Bra Day in honor of breast cancer awareness month. <laughs> Did you go braless on the thirteenth, Charlie Bell? Hell no. <laughs> Why? That shit is stupid. Like, look, I, I mean, I don't get it either. But okay, yeah, but that's like Gene Day. Gene Day is for something too. You, you yeah, oh yeah, day? for a denim day for yeah, uh, denim day it's domestic like, violence. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Yeah, especially since people are billions right. of people wearing jeans every day. Right. Literally, it'd be one exactly. So, it'd be yeah. one thing if like we were in Victorian England and it'd be like it's, people would be like, "Sir, what are those pantaloons? <laughs> right. What are those strange pantaloons that you're wearing about your? What are those breeches made of? <laughs> right, you know, but like are you're not gonna ask anybody like that's so jeans what. what What's going on? Why are you wearing jeans? Like, <laughs> now, if everybody was walking around wearing leather pants, I'd be like, okay. Right. What's going on? Why is everybody it's, wearing leather pants? It's today? Eddie Murphy Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's raw. That's YMCA Day. <laughs> Just bailing in some chaps. <laughs> <laughs> like Prince. Right? Ass- Assless champ, yep. chap day. Now, that could bring awareness. That yeah. will bring awareness yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, guess, I guess we're all aware of that one. <laughs> yeah. But denim day... And broad day, that's just like... I, so, the thing I don't like about no broad day is the thing I don't like about some of the breast cancer awareness stuff. I mean, overall, of course, we need breast cancer awareness, we need prostate awareness, we need 
awareness. We need to be aware and we need to take care of ourselves. But oh, so that's, that's what the ashless chaps are for. Right, prostate <laughs> awareness. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I'm going to make you aware of somebody else's prostate. <laughs> Ew, you're so nasty. See, now we got caught up in what I just said I was against, which is for sexualizing disease. Hey, now. <laughs> you know, like, um, I feel like some of the breast cancer awareness stuff is like, oh, save the titties or whatever the shit is. You know, it's like, no, this isn't about titties. This is about women's lives. You know, like, my friend is battling cancer. All titties matter. <laughs> no, all, the lives of all women. Titty or no matter. But, L- women's lives but matter. But titties matter too. Well, no, but sometimes what they don't. I mean, women's lives matter because you well, know she women's had, lives matter more, but titties matter. That's terrible. She she had, no. I'm just saying that's she terrible? had. Her, well, no, she had her breast removed, and that's what she you know she had her breast removed to save her life, and that's more important. And you know, I don't care if she has breast, doesn't have breast. She's my friend. You know, I'm. Praying and supporting and hope, you know, hoping for her survival and thriving. And that's really, I just think we need to bring the awareness back to that. I mean, I get it. It's a joke. I'm not trying to take it overly seriously, but I just wanted to say that point of view because I think sometimes these awareness campaigns sometimes take the attention off of where yeah. it really should be, which is the fragility of life. Yeah. I think, uh, I think what they're trying to do though is make it as, as simple as possible as, as, as catchy, I mean, save the tatas. I mean, that's right. You know, I, I think the I think the purpose is the same. I mean, we're we're we we really are talking about the lives of of, of yeah. women, and if you know, save the tatas helps them remember better than you know. Uh, be sure to get your mammogram today. Yeah, you know, I I I think I think making the message as simple as possible uh, will I mean, save more the most lives. Simplicity, yes, but trivialization, no. And I think some of it. Tri- Tra- traverses that territory yeah. so i mean i hear you yeah. i don't think the intention was bad mm-hmm. i just wanted to bring it back i just mm-hmm. spent a week with my friend who's oh, yeah. battling this and i just mm-hmm. wanted to bring it back to yeah. but just in know. light of like the whole um you know um cat calling and all that kind of stuff and just just it just doesn't seem like i just don't get how it just doesn't make any sense it's just it's like asking for trouble if anything like okay a woman goes brawless how is that supposed to elicit a conversation about breast cancer? Right. So me as a man, I'm supposed to go like, why you didn't wear your bra today, Charlie right. Bell? I, I, know. I see your nipples on fleek. <laughs> right, right. What is that? <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, exactly. There was like, a no broad day sexual harassment day. Right, exactly. Damn, is it that cold in here? <laughs> right, exactly. Like I didn't realize you wanted. You need a sweater. I mean, like, I don't get right. it. Like I don't, I don't get it. Right, your lit, your nipples looking mighty fly. I mean, yeah, it's stupid. It's dumb. Right, you, there's nothing you can say right. if you notice. Right, you know? and so, you're not supposed to notice. Right, and you're not exactly. So it's like it's. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's it's fucking tr- uh, like trolling at the highest level. Yeah, and also <laughs> trivializing. So I agree. But yeah, no. stick stick to pink wristbands and uh, stick to pink, get, stick pink, to getting your mammograms <laughs> and supporting your friends that are f- battling. Yeah. You know these. These yeah. issues. It, it's all. It's always. I, I think it's always a good thing because I mean the NFL every year they uh, they have the the pink armbands. But that's the, cool. I mean yeah. that that you yeah people look at that and go right. oh why they wearing pink and right. like oh it's crazy. Right. Bro- and I mean, there's a mass media campaign that right. goes along with yeah. it. Yeah, it's a little different. and nobody's in trouble for saying why are right. they wearing pink socks or pink right. wristbands or pink jerseys or whatever. Yeah. Or and there's nobody's. not like a titty on the on the pink ribbon. Right. So yeah, it's totally different than. <laughs> 
than like asking your coworker why she don't have on a bra today. Right. That's just like or your pastor. <laughs> <laughs> pastor Johnson, your nipples are like whoa, whoa. Yeah, I, I couldn't help but see your nipples from the pulpit. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Oh boy. Horrible way to bring breast cancer awareness to your flock. Oh. That's wonderful. Horrible. That's so wonderful. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm What's gonna, wrong, I'm, Weasel? I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the room for What's wrong, now. Weasel? You, you, I know you pulled that name out of your ass, but that's that's Weasel's pastor. Oh no! For real, Pastor Johnson? Yeah. Oh no! Yo, pastor too, nigga. <laughs> My pastor. As far as far as pastors goes, the last one you had. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sorry. she was my <laughs> See? See how quickly it can go wrong? Exactly. <laughs> See how the well intention can go wrong mm-hmm. so quickly? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Case in point. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, um,. Everybody knows about the uh, the Lamar thing, oh, right? So sad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sad. Well, it's uh, okay. Well, let's uh, let me let me go ahead and play the uh, the audio I have for you. Okay. Basketball star and the love of Khloe Kardashian's life, Lamar Odom, is in a coma after days of wild partying. And here's what we know. Hey guys, it's Chloe for HollywoodLife.com and basketball star Lamar Odom is in a coma and battling for his life with ex Chloe Kardashian by his side. The former Laker and world champion who is 35 years old was rushed to a Nevada hospital after he was found unconscious in a luxury Nevada brothel. That's a house of prostitution. When she heard of Lamar's condition, our sources say Chloe Kardashian that's how, became that's how illiterate they're... and both she, Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner immediately flew to be by Lamar's side. This is a photo of a distraught Chris outside of the hospital. Lamar was allegedly partying for three days straight and taking an herbal substitute for Viagra when he was found unconscious with fluid coming out of his nose Ain't and mouth. Like Medics tried to airlift thing, him to a baby. hospital, but he was Stupid. actually too tall to fit in the helicopter. Lamar oh, has, of course, battled drug addiction and has done at least one stint in rehab. You might remember this video surfacing of a disoriented Lamar rapping huh? without his shirt on in 2013 that woke everyone up to how serious his problem was. <laughs> Obviously, and how this bad is a of a rapper story. he really We're gonna is. We're going to keep you guys posted. <laughs> well, he was high, no more. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but the has there's a there's an update. He is awake now. He is conscious and. Um, Hopefully on the road to recovery. Yeah, he's still you know? got a long uphill. Battle. Yeah, long, long way to go. But um, this, I mean, him being in this situation, this begat more controversy when uh, TMZ approaches well, Master P. Motherfuckers want to open their mouth and say, t- oh, sorry. right, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> right. So uh, they they approach Master P uh, because uh, they know that they they are friends, and uh, this this happened. I know you're close friends with Lamar. I want to. I'm sorry about everything that's going on right now. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a sad situation, man. Yeah. Sad situation. You were close friends with him for what? About 15 years? Long time. I was like a mentor to him, and uh, just sad. Is that why he can't on. rap? Flag on the play. Nice. Damn. <laughs> nice. That was a rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the truth of the matter. Nah, 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 nah. 
<laughs> so many phone and fake people out here now. And you go to uh-uh. show when something happened to you. Everybody is friend, everybody love me. <coughs> Was that true? Yeah. I, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? That's like my wife and her lawyer sitting by my bedside if something happened to me. Oh, okay. It ain't real. So you're talking about Chloe and, and Chris and... Well, I... I'm talking about Kobe. I'm talking about all this man wanted to do was play basketball. Yeah. Kobe was his friend. Kobe, like, owned the team. Yeah. He could have got the man back on the team. Wow. He, that's all he wanted, you know. Mm. And even on that situation, I think he was just searching for love. And mm-hmm. you look at it, his biggest problem was with the people at, that he showed love to because he had a big heart. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's phony, man. That's so so you, you think Kobe visiting him in the hospital and the Kardashians visiting him is more for publicity? Uh, it looked like it. It looked you like know, it. I come from the streets. I keep it real. Yeah. You know, if you my friend, if you cared about me that much, why you didn't get him in the training camp? That's true. You know what I'm saying? And where these people at? You think the, uh, his NBA friends, Kobe and the Kardashians, could have been, you know, helped him out a lot more they when you were struggling? Been there. You loved him. They should have been there. Y'all should have worked it out. I mean, Kobe know the man was a hell of a player. That's, that's what I know. He was a hell of a player. You can't take that away from him. I think mm-hmm. he could have been at least True. the eighth man on the Lakers roster this, sure. this year. Shit, that ain't saying nothing. I could have been the eighth uh, man I on mean, the Lakers. Oh, I mean, yeah. This year. This <laughs> <Yeah>. year. <laughs> this year. You still, could, you still got a chance. <laughs> so, yeah, he said that. And I give him a little bit of a, a, a pass because, you know, he's his friend. He's emotional. And you yes. can tell. You can tell. Yeah, that, that was very sincere. In that video that he was emotional. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of times when you're emotional, you just, you know, you you speaking from your heart and you're not really thinking. And you, you might know, lash and you out. Just, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I give him a little bit of a pass. But Kobe, I, I like Kobe's response. Kobe said, um, <clears throat> when... Ignorant ass niggas. No, he didn't say that. He did not say that. Kobe said, when ignorant ass niggas feel the need to question the support of others in moments as critical as life. Wait, let me read it and then you can reread it. And then I'll give the correct clue. When ignorant ass niggas feel the need to question the support of others in moments as critical as a life hanging in the balance, then ignorant ass niggas must question Ooh. the kind of culture that ignorant ass niggas have created that has led ignorant ass niggas to such insensitive suspicion. And I say, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that was that was a great quote, Kobe. I, I like that. Yeah, right. The kids like it too. Charlie Bill, did you did you well, hear Co- the Kobe quote loved differently? The kids. Did you hear the quote a little differently? I mean, I I read it. That's not what the. Word. I mean, I don't. I mean, what did you? My reading comprehension. Mm -hmm. When I see the words W E, I don't know that it spells ignorant (laughs) ass niggas. Well, it's just an abbreviation. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you gotta go by the context. Context. Like we always say here, context. Context matters. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, but no, I mean, they they both have points to an extent. I mean, obviously, Master P was emotional and. Like I don't think Master P has a point. I think Master P was emotional and he was speaking from that, and I give him a pass for that. But I don't think there was any validity what he said because, I mean, anybody who's who has experienced, you know, um, drug addiction right. as, with a family member right. or mm-hmm. or a friend, right. they know. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's, there's a nothing. Lot, right. There's a lot going on, and that right. person's got to be ready. Right. That's what. That's what I was. Yes. You, you know, took the you, words out of my mouth. You can't do anything. Right. Until they're ready. Right. You know, it don't matter who you are. You can be mama. It, it do not matter. Right. When you own that shit. Right. 
That's what you want to be on. <laughs> that's that's all that's that matters. It. It's yeah. true. It's true. And so that's what I was going to say. Like, I think that, um, you know, from the outside, it can look like people aren't supporting you, this, that, or the other. Right. And maybe they weren't. But when addiction is so much deeper and more um, complex than that, like, mm-hmm. you, like, just, like you just said, you know, no matter what Kobe did, no matter what Chloe, Chris, Kanye, Northwest... Nothing. <laughs> you know, there's nothing they could do. What I do, right? <laughs> right? Like, why you calling my name? <laughs> None of them. Blue Ivy. <laughs> Just don't talk about her hair. <laughs> Sean Carter. I mean, no, seriously. Like, there's nothing you can do. I mean, he just lost two friends to addiction. His dad, he grew up with a dad who was addicted. He, right. Lamar he's a, he's knows what the fuck the meaning and depth of addiction is, you know, right. he, he's been through it. He's in it now. And yes, we, we pray and hope that he recovers, but even if he gains, regains his physical health as far as is possible, you know, addiction is a demon. It, yeah. It's, it's a demon that slays, like it yeah. kills people. Nothing, nothing, there's nothing Kobe Bryant or Khloe Kardashian or, or any, anyone could have done to stop Lamar Odom from, from uh you know doing from, from being basically addicted. yeah basically yeah uh doing what Lamar Odom was doing to himself right mm-hmm. right they they said that he had at least one stroke too yeah. uh, I, I, yeah. heard, I heard I two at least one so yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. Yeah. well what you know he's 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 coming out of it so that's that's a good thing yeah 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 and he's, maybe maybe this will maybe this you know you got to reach rock bottom and sometimes almost dying does it this is pretty far bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's probably as far bottom as a multimillionaire can get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, well, I mean, outside of losing everything. Right. Yeah. Because, right. yeah, this ain't really rock bottom. Right, yet. right. It's not the <laughs> well, rockiest well, bottom. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think I think almost dying. I think yeah, nearly that, that, dying yeah, is that, pretty close yeah, to rock bottom, yeah, no matter how much money you have in the bank. But, yeah, yeah, it's certainly, we definitely, and this is back to, you know, we're talking about the hood, mm-hmm. the, the best of the hood, the worst mm-hmm. of the hood. You see people like that who are on his level dealing mm-hmm. with what he's dealing with every day. They don't have no resources. They have no one to support them and nothing going on for them and no sympathy whatsoever. You know, if anything, hopefully maybe this will remind us to be a little compassionate or sympathetic to other people that we see going through this. Yeah, for a couple of minutes. (laughs) I wonder what a $75,000 orgy party is like. I, well, you know, it, it put, put Lamar in a codum. Codum. Co- <laughs> <laughs> it put Odom in a codum. <laughs> <laughs> it made my tongue slip. <laughs> Hers, too. Doom, doom. $75,000. I don't know. Woo. Like the here, here go. You know? <laughs> Like the snort and snort, here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's what I said. Remember they said that thing about Scott Storch, that he like did, like, yeah. how was it? Yeah. Millions of dollars in drugs. Right, right. Like, he oh, was right. the top producer, like, so much money. Right. He blew through drugs and drugs and drugs in, like, six months. And I'm like, I wanted to just see how much cocaine you could actually purchase with that amount. Like, I just visually would like to just get a look at how much drugs that really is you know say hello to my little friend yeah yeah i i, I hear you i i, I definitely and i'm not even 
like into coke. It's just I just want to. It's see just it. a curiosity. Yeah, to see yeah. like the, it's like the money is the part yeah. that I'm I can show about. you what seventy five thousand dollars worth of Coca Cola is. It's, it's lots of cans and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Does somebody say something about Coke? Because I I got the new Coke in the. Somebody <laughs> say it, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so as long as we're talking about rappers saying uh, dumb shit, <laughs> yeah, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> we got uh, Ti saying this. This nigga, oh. uh, yeah. Speaking but, of, oh, there I, is a but. I can't, I can't, I can't cash no vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> you going for Hillary Hillary Clinton? You know that? That's a big I vagina to put in the office. I haven't found. I can't vote for. <laughs> what does that even not mean? Not sexist. Yeah, what does it mean? Can you I, can't the have, I can't vote for the leader of the female to be a woman. The vagina. Just, just because, yeah. just because, there are every other position that there that exists. Mm-hmm. I think a woman could could do well. Every other position, but the president. It's kind of like. <laughs> I just know that women make rash decisions emotionally and later they make says the man with a fucking track decisions. See ya. And then later it's kinda like it didn't happen or they didn't mean for it to happen. He's a retard. I sure would hate to just set off a nuke. That's what I'm saying. Because the motherfuckers, right? you know what I'm saying? That's just, what I'm saying. See ya. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> and, dumb. and another thing, leaders of uh, other nations, I don't think they're they not, could. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they could they're fuck with a woman. Like Angela Merkel and like Aung San Suu Kyi and like other female leaders and the leader of Chile and Brazil and other. This is dumb. He's Oh, you could. Yeah, and it's not right. It's not right. So we all agree with T.I. I don't I don't think. First the, of all, the dude, the dude interviewing T.I. is worse than T.I. They're both. They're both idiots. They're both. For me to call them retarded, that's really giving them the benefit of the doubt that something's literally wrong with them, mm-hmm. and like. They're slow because <laughs> were, they, were they going to see a seventy five thousand dollar hooker after uh, oh after the gosh. interview? I mean, you, I mean, there's nothing even to argue. Like, first of all, he's reducing a woman to a vagina. Like, like I didn't even get that. The, a woman who has already been the secretary of state and like has been one of the you know uh, just vanguard. Well, he did say. Every other position, Every other, right, right. Well, which goes to show well. that he doesn't know what the fuck how the government runs. <laughs> he doesn't know shit. He's just an idiot. I mean, and also, first of all, you can't judge all women by the hood rat ass thoughts that you hang out with and that you get caught up with, and you know, in in your fucking dumbass dealings. But how are you gonna talk about rash decisions? This is the f- person who fucking ran up on Floyd Mayweather in a fat burger for his. <laughs> For tiny, that's. I mean, come on. I mean, he stays in prison. You know. I mean, he's had what he's, and it's always, <clears throat> it's always guns and drugs and assault. It's like, come on, those well, are rash decisions. Well, in his defense, he's not running for president. 
Is that a defense or is that? <laughs> I mean, you know, because you're calling in the question. No, but he's saying that he's saying that women make rash decisions. Right, right, right. No, I mean, obviously, it's not re- de- delineated by gender making rash decisions. And then he's talking about oh, and she gets her period. I mean, this there's another part where he's going on talking about her period. I'm like. Hillary Clinton probably hasn't had a period in 20, 20 years. years. <laughs> Not that that should even matter, but I mean, it just goes to show you know nothing about government or women's reproductive health at all whatsoever. So you're just an idiot. But it, another thing it illustrates is why just don't talk, don't ask celebrities what the fuck their political views are because you're just going to be mad and disappointed nine times out of ten. <laughs> it's just, you know, it makes for great ratings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What, what, what was that? What was that from? That interview from an in, interview with the, uh, some radio station. Or oh, okay. He's a, um, he's a he was like a member of G Unit or something. Mm-hmm. Who? It was it was a podcast. What's his name? DJ Who Done It? DJ Who Kid or something? Oh yeah, Who Kid? <laughs> like oh, okay. DJ Who Done It? <laughs> DJ Who Said It? <laughs> DJ Don't Try It. DJ You Tried It. So, uh, for, so, and and for for uh, to kind of redeem the uh, rap race a little bit, <laughs> we have Fifty Cent who sets out to feed one billion African children by the year twenty sixteen. I thought that nigga was bankrupt. So right, no, that's just that's he's business. He filed bankruptcy for business reasons. He he's not bankrupt. And and I said that for you know. Comedic for comedic, yeah, uh, you missed it. Well, there's so many people who's out there like really believe that I, my bad. So, thought you was one of them. So. <laughs> well, I, on that note, <laughs> I, uh, I shall leave insulted. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you haven't heard much about this, but um, you know, big ups to to uh, Fifty Cent and um, uh, Akon. Akon's gonna light Africa, and uh, Fifty Cent's gonna feed Africa. So gonna they're, feed gonna have, they're gonna have a candlelight dinner. He's got. <laughs> he, he's got. He's got. Uh, um, he's. He's. Um, he's got that electric uh, electricity thing, uh, right? He, that's Akon. Akon. Oh, oh, right, right. What's that? Fifty Cent. What's Fifty Cent's scheme? Fifty Cent is hooked up with this uh, this energy drink, and every time you buy the energy drink. A portion of it goes to feed uh, kids in Africa. Oh, okay, cool. So, <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. So um, he's he's been on it for a minute now, and uh, he that's his goal to have uh, one billion of them fit. Now, how you measure that, mm-hmm. I I do not know. And like, does that mean like fifty? Billion meals, fifty. I mean, uh, a billion meals, or you can buy everybody a, a subway sandwich. Or is it like one? Is it like one kid uh, off of well, the hunger? It, every kid got it. Can only eat once. I don't. I don't just. I, like, I don't get it. Like, it's probably, it's probably, you know how you see those commercials where they say you know you can you can feed a a, a kid in the third world for like fifty cents or so. Well, <laughs> Sally Struthers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I guess it's, it's you know, I, I would imagine it's not just one meal. I, I would imagine they're just going to be shipping food to areas that need it. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't know exactly how it works, but doing something good, mm-hmm. you know, hey, that's, you know, props. And, you know, a lot of times people get critical of people's philanthropy, which I don't really do. I don't really, 
to me, I just don't feel like criticizing people who are trying to help people. Um, even if I, even if, you know, some people think, oh, well, you know, there's starving kids here and there's things you can do here. There, you could build schools here. Why are you building schools in Africa? Why are you doing? Mm-hmm. So what? It's right. like, it's their money. Right. You know, yeah. they're, they're using it to help who they want to help, how they want to help. And, mm-hmm. you know, hey. It's, yeah, it's always tough because it, you can never do enough. Um, yeah, it's like HR Puffin stuff. You can't do a little because you can't do enough. Um, but it's, it's but it, yes, but, dear listeners, you're gonna have to Google that reference for sure. Hey, they're, spell, they're, they're you spell HR for them. <laughs> that's that's capital H. Period. I mean dot R right, dot. dot. And puffing stuff. Wait a minute. We don't. We don't. We don't want to insult our listeners like that other lady, uh, that other reporter. <laughs> like uh, that's, that's a brothel. A, that's a uh, that's a prostitutes live there. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's it, you know it, it's it's uh you know it's 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 wonderful uh when when people do stuff for other people, you know you, you just there's only so many resources to go around and you know you focus on you help who you can, and that's right. Yep. Exactly. Better to light one candle than curse the dark. You know, I remember when Sally Struthers used to do those commercials mm-hmm. for the poor African kids, mm-hmm. Ethiopian, whatever. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like she was getting fatter and fatter. Oh yeah, that that was yeah. That's been the running gag uh, when she did those commercials. That was the running gag. She was Gold. eating all the food. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and, or, no, it's not us. I mean, or was she eating all the little African kids? <laughs> 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 oh, she was a vegetarian. Uh, <laughs> But no, that that was so she just ate the vegan. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nah, you're stupid. Yeah, she ate the vegans. Well, cows are vegan. Yeah. <laughs> if you eat cows, you're not a vegetarian. Yeah. You should be. That's, That's the way I look at it. Yeah, exactly. It. I'm a beef eating vegan. <laughs> but yeah, it seemed like it seemed like every other comedian had a had a Sally Struthers uh, fat joke See, um, when she was doing that. You can't win for losing. Oh well. <laughs> Shit, she was stressed. She, seeing all those hungry ass kids, she was quite stress eating when she got back to her room. Like, goddamn, I can't. How am I gonna save all the children? I need craft services now. Seriously, man. I stress eat for sure. Mm, I'm, I'm stressed out myself. <laughs> so, um, your girl Charlie Bell is back in the. Uh, Back in the news again. Nigga, I traded her in the race draft like five drafts ago. <laughs> I think we both traded her. I'm pretty sure we did. No, my fault. So she said this. Just to bring it back, can we take back racist and say discriminatory? Because I think that's a better word. Yes, it is a much better that's word. That's a better word. And I am very discriminatory against words like the ones that they were saying in those names. I'm not about to hire you if your name is Watermelon Andrea. This is not going to happen. I'm not going to hire you. Not that's not your fault. Yeah, that's what uh, Raven Simone said. She said that she would discriminate. Raven Simone. <laughs> Raven Simone Simone said that uh, she would discriminate against people with uh you know certain sounding names. But then she released a I guess statement. it was a, a, yeah, a statement, thank you. A statement saying that she took it back and that <clears throat> she even though she said she would do it, she's never done it even though she is an employer. And she's a fair employer, and she's never done it, and all that stuff, and whatever, whatever. I wish she hadn't released a statement. I wish she had just 
stood by it and and said it because like D D Honey always says, mm-hmm. I think she was playing. <laughs> I seriously think she was like being funny. Like um, she might have meant it, but I think she was trying to be funny and it was in the moment or whatever. Didn't we say it? Who? Didn't we? Didn't oh yeah, we, yeah, we had this. Oh yeah, we definitely said it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've said it. Yeah, we, I, mean, I, I set up a whole, a whole uh, bureaucracy <laughs> to, right. to deal with it. But you weren't discriminating so. against the kids who had fucked up. No, I wouldn't. You know, no, I, you were saying you were saying that you would try to provide some guidance to the parents. That's true. I didn't say I wouldn't hire them. I did. Right. I said that I wouldn't allow them to have those names. <laughs> that's Which what I just said. Just as bad. But, <laughs> but I mean, look, the thing with old girl here, Raven Simone. <laughs> I mean, why do you keep saying her name like that? Because that's how she spells it. She's talking about people have non. Why, bitch? Why do you have a fucking fake accent above the e in your last name? In Raven Simone, it's Simone. The way you spell it, you know. Come on. So Simone, Simone. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the thing about her saying this, if even if it was a joke, is she's made so many ignorant. Yeah, you know, statements. That's, that's the thing. She yeah. has no. She's cried wolf too many times. She gets no passes anymore. She's done with all her passes. So that's part <laughs> of it for her, you know. And then also, it's a serious issue, right? Because I was just reading an article not too long ago about how um, resi- everything's a serious issue. That doesn't mean you can't make jokes about it. I'm sorry. I'm just no. Yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm, I'm, it's it's I, Raven, and I'm I'm not a fan of the shit that she says a, a lot of times. Whatever. <laughs> But I'm I'm riding for that. I, I've been not, riding. I've been riding about you know comedians or people you know entertainers being able to say shit that's funny and to joke and not. And I'm going to keep riding for that. I'm going to ride for that, and I'm going to keep riding for that, and I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm not going to be coming down on people who are saying shit when they're like on camera trying to be entertaining or whatever about every little thing. And I don't care if it is serious. It does not mean that you can't make a joke about it. You're, you know, just because there's a serious topic doesn't mean you can't make a joke about it. That's true. We make jokes about everything. Right. However, you also, if you make a joke that's in poor taste or that reflects poorly upon the seriousness of the subject, you you deserve to get the fucking consequences for it. So Raven deserves the consequences and The View deserves the consequences. As far as I'm concerned, The View is a failing show and they keep having, the only reason they have her on there saying stupid shit like that, they're, The View you is basically trolling the rest of us. They the only time they ever get any fucking attention or you know um, audience response is when she says some dumb or she or Whoopi you know says something dumb and racist and or sexist. Like think about it. All these little fake controversies. The producers of the View know what they're doing when they put her out there to say stupid shit like that. I don't even blame I, I Raven don't, anymore. No, I don't even. I, I don't, it's the View. No. The producers of the View. Fuck that show and fuck the producers because I feel like they're dying and they're using like these That's trolling ass. That, that was an off the cuff statement. They had. They, they, now you're trying to say they're talking from scripts. Somebody yeah, writing of jokes course. for her. She was looking at her nose. Yes, they, I think that this was yes when they when they go over their little stories or whatever in their pre meetings they they do talk about like oh you know they make little jokes and then they're like oh I might use that I might use that. I think she said it to somebody or somebody else said it and she's like oh I'm going to use that on on camera and a it wasn't funny and b I I think that it, whether had she said that specific thing even the fact that look I think that the 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 view intentionally picks topics where somebody is likely to say something dumb about race or sex or gender because i, I feel I don't like think the- that's hard to do i think all you, in this climate that we live in now all you have to do is pick a topic about 
anything, and and then it's likely that that's going to happen. No, because almost anything you say. There's a bunch of people that's going to be pissed off about it. Well, no. If you have a dumbass on your show like Raven, of course it's going to be more likely. I don't see other shows in The View's lane having as frequent of controversies about dumb shit as The View and hyping it up. I really think The View is trolling, but, you know. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. They, they couldn't troll or they couldn't whatever – they couldn't use Raven if, if Raven didn't want to be used. Her own father said she says dumb shit. Right. And That's he, what her daddy said. And he was right. So, I mean, she's... Now, I'm, I'm all for, like, okay, you know, she said it or whatever, but at the same time, I'm not for, like, oh, it's The View, it's The View. No, she fucking said it, so... Right, but The View has it. her up there, and they know she's prone to say dumb shit. That's why they have yeah. her up there. They have her up there to say well, dumb shit. May, okay. They don't have her there well, to say un- to say intelligent shit. Okay, well, okay. Now, <laughs> that, now that, I will, that I don't have a problem with. Right. I, would, I would make I the argument that. that it's more... Uh, the idea is that it's provocative, that it elicits uh, attention. Right. Trolling is just another word for the word provocative. So, yes. <laughs> that's just the more... The internet term for provocative. That's what trolling is. It's provocation. Mm. So, anyway. So, <laughs> Watermelon Drea... Uh, she had a, a long rebuttal, so I'm not going to play all of it, but I'll play a little bit of it. And you guys can check, it, check her out on YouTube if you want to. Uh, Wallerman Andrea is a character played by uh, Trey, a comedian, Trey Melvin, who's pretty funny dude out of L.A. I'm trying to get him on the show. Oh, that's a dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bet not go to no uh, brothel. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> hey, to each his own. <laughs> to each his own. <laughs> I'm not gonna hire you if you look like Chicken Little. I'm not gonna hire you if you look like the mascot for Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. I'm not gonna hire you if you look like Big Bird dipped in blood, bitch. No, but for real, whether your name is Water Malone Drea or whether your name is Ashley, to the white man, we still niggas. So you can bring all your miserable internalized racism to the table and you can say things that I'm sure you think white people would love to hear you say. But at the end of the day, please you do producers? not forget to them, you ain't nothing more than another nigga. Now that that's clear. So, what exactly are you implying, Mr. Pyramid. Can I call you Miss Pyramid? Are you implying that an individual with what is considered a ghetto name is not capable of doing a job in the same manner as an individual with what is considered a proper name? Or as I'm sure you would call it an acceptable name. And if you aren't implying the foregoing, then are you implying that hiring an individual with what is considered a ghetto name perhaps takes a company brand in some way, shape, or form? Because obviously Watermelon Drea doesn't look as good as Becky on the mm-hmm. staff roster. Okay, so that's a good place to stop. But it, it goes on. It's it's pretty lengthy, and she just reads her for her <laughs> fill for like another five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of it's funny. Well, Trey Melvin is he's funny. I, I like him. Uh, I like a lot of his videos, whatever. And this is a character he 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 has a reoccurring character that he does, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Girl, quit saying dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Charlie Bell, what's what's up with your um, your Ebony magazine cover? Oh, did you see it? Did you saw the cover? Yes, yeah, I, I saw it. What do you think about it? <clears throat> not much. I mean, I read a lot of the article. I'm not going to say I read it all. It was mm-hmm. quite lengthy and kind of. Like, I mean, I just, no, but just the visual impact of the cover. What did you think of it? Oh, I I I, I thought it uh, I thought it kind of illustrated what uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner was saying when he said that. That he felt that Cosby kind of, you know, ruined his brand. That he, yeah. that he basically by his actions, he's uh, put a hurt on a lot of the good that he 
he did, um, which countered uh, um, uh, what's the youngest one's name, the one that was Rudy um, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Yeah, Keisha Knight Pulliam, who felt like you know that despite his uh, despite his his behavior, that you know that the that the Cosby that the image uh, that he helped procreate that he helped uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forbid that <laughs> did somebody say right uh, that he helped uh, 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 spread mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm a little short on words today. Right, right. Um, that, that he's uh, you know that he that that it, it still it will uh, go on in, sp- uh, in spite of of him mm-hmm. um, so I, I think that's what they were trying to say with that cover Mm. I mean, the Malcolm and Jamal Warner point. Right, right, right. No, I mean, I just just thought it was interesting because I thought it was – I thought visually it was a great-looking, impactful cover. I mean, to me, it was like one of the most relevant things Ebony's done in in quite a while. I mean, Ebony tends to be kind of a little – well, it's it's a coffee t- uh, table magazine right. for middle class black folk. Exactly. So this was a little bit more relevant, more provocative, more topical. I thought, but I also I, the the response. I think most of the black publications, though, as long as we're on that, they, I think most of them suck. Oh, you're right. I, I agree. Mean, most. Need jet. I'm, all that shit is like it's just it's all. Um, it's People Magazine for black folks. Yeah, all but of but, uh, but lower quality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but while you're bullshitting, a lot of them aren't even owned by black people anymore. But that's another story yeah. for another day. Yeah. But the, in, with respect to this particular one, yeah. A, I give Ebony props on this particular cover. That's it and that's all. But no, what I found interesting was how many people were upset about it. Like I was reading this article like, oh, black people were so upset mm. that Ebony – and I was like, wait, they're upset at Cosby, right? No, they were upset at Ebony for – Showing that Cosby has, you know, his his image has been shattered. Right, that well, his legacy a, and his, and I'm just like people are so fucking caught up in denialism. It just no, made no. me. Well, I don't think it's that. I think it's if they had a had if it was a picture of Cosby and not Cliff Hux in the Huxtables. Mm-hmm. That was the Huxtables. That was yeah. not Bill Cosby. Yeah, I don't. I think there would have been a way less outrage mm-hmm. if it had just been a picture of Bill Cosby and like his face all cracked or whatever, or a picture frame of him cracked. Versus the Huxtables because that's a good point. They're, they're not the same, and that's the and that's the problem. Like the the Cliff Huxtable didn't do anything. The Cosby mm-hmm. uh, the Huxtables didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It was Bill Cosby that did this, right? And the Huxtables shouldn't have to suffer for what Cosby did, right? But the people are, but the, but that's the whole thing. The, the Huxtables did suffer, will suffer because of what what Cosby did, and you standing for Bill Cosby like he's Cliff Huxtable isn't changing the fact that he raped. Tens of women, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't think they were standing for Bill Cosby. I think they're standing for... Right, that's my point, is that they... But they're standing for Bill Cosby because they relate to him as Cliff Huxtable. And people can't differentiate. That was the point. And if you read the letters, yeah, not everybody. I mean, I think you're having a more sophisticated version. But a lot of people were like, no, how could you do this? And I just thought it was crazy. They're they're blaming, you know, Ebony for for just making a point, which is... I mean, I I get that, but it's... I think... That same argument is like goes both ways. I think there are people who are pissed <clears throat> off at Bill Cosby, who are taking aim at at the at the Cosby Show, at the Huxtables. Yeah, you know because, what I mean because because nobody wants to put money in his pocket. To, to, I mean, it's fucked up because now if you you know say we don't want to support the Cosby Show anymore because it puts money in his pocket, then you're also taking money out of Rudy's pocket and mm, right. and mm. and um, Claire's pocket and you know Vanessa's pocket, and that sucks. Well, also, but- also the other th- the other thing the Cosby Show, uh, and I, I don't I don't think 
it's had a negative effect uh, as far I, – I think the fear is that because of how the Cosby show uh, brought the middle-class black family to um, American television and uh, basically saved NBC – uh, I, I think, and I think that's opened the door for uh, blackish mm-hmm. and uh, uh, well, you know, all the all the different uh, uh, all the different uh, shows featuring black characters mm-hmm. um, that you know happen to be middle class or upper middle class, or you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that the Cosby Show uh, 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 gave us that, and I think I think people are concerned that. Uh, because Cosby has shattered the Huxtable's image, that that's going to have a negative effect on the portrayal of black people. B- yeah, media. And, yeah, and I, I don't, I don't, th- I think, I think we're beyond that. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I really do. Um, so, I mean, I think it's a valid concern, mm-hmm. but still, don't blame Ebony. <laughs> no, no, I, I think, I think Ebony had, did what they, uh, you know. Actually, I think it was a great, uh, great, great uh, cover. I think so too. Yeah, I don't know. We, we've kind of had this discussion before <coughs> about, um, you know, whether you, when you have a problem with the artist, do you, mm-hmm. do you, do you boycott the art? Yeah, or do you not boycott? Mm-hmm. You know, the art, whatever. And I feel like. You know that can that's a can of worms that you mm-hmm. can just go on forever, and you yeah. can never be you can never be thorough with it because mm-hmm. then you'd have to you know the same thing with business. And mm-hmm. I, it just I mean I don't know I just I don't have a problem with and I don't have any guilt for you know uh, liking the art of somebody who who has been you know some artist who has come under fire for whatever. If I yeah. you know I like their comedy or their music mm-hmm. or their their movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a separate issue, and yeah. yeah, it's putting money in their pocket, but it's also putting money in a dozen a other people's pocket other that didn't pocket. have right more people mm-hmm. than not than him. You know, than yeah. the one person mm-hmm. is hurting than helping. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I don't have a Bill, problem I, with it. I, I, I would argue Bill Cosby's probably uh, probably responsible for uh, a great percentage of the black people who are working in Hollywood today who start who got their start, you know, thirty years ago uh, from the Cosby Show. I think he's. I, I think he, you know, is responsible for a lot of the black people working today behind the scenes uh, in, in Hollywood. And I think, you know, that that's different from the guy who was raping people. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, uh, but it, it, it is. And it isn't, though. Right? It is. And it isn't, though, because a lot of the reason why he and people like him got away with the rape for so long was because of the the, oh, he is. the, the persona that he yeah. had cultivated, yeah, the jobs that he was creating, the money he was putting in people's pocket, which does not to say that he wasn't doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's just so hard when somebody has a great deal of power and responsibility when they when it gets misused, mm-hmm. then yes, people suffer, including innocent and, and people. Also, and also he created an image uh, yeah. that, you know, from Cliff Huxtable, a friend of mine reminded me that uh, Bill Cosby was a nightclub comedian right. before um, before uh, the Cosby Show, and uh, you know even though he worked clean, mm-hmm. uh, he he uh, he he, ba- he uh, until yeah. that until he released himself, right. he was basically a, a guy who yeah. told jokes about you know told right. adult type jokes. Yeah, he was on the Chitlin Circuit mm-hmm. with Red Fox and mm-hmm. all of them and whoever. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like. Yeah, when people do fucked up things as artists or business people or whatever, I mean, you have a right to still like their work, but but that doesn't take away from our 
responsibility as consumers to think about. I mean, it doesn't mean that, yeah, I'm not saying there's, I don't think there's a blanket statement like you could never support anybody who you've ever disagreed with, not ever. You know, I don't think, you know, I don't think it's one blanket statement for every wrong that a person or that a company can do. But I do think that we have as consumers and as companies, right? Like when you, when you are in charge of a company, when you do have power to green light a project or to put somebody's face out there or whatever have you, we do have responsibility to consider, you know, the impact of our choices. And that's all. I think it's a valid thing to critique. I'm not saying you always have to come down the way I feel about right, it. Right, right, right. No, you know, I mean, I'm, but, <clears throat> yeah, basically I'm just saying that, you know, it's just it's like, 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 for example, when Step in the Name of Love comes on at a party, I'll dance to it. <laughs> but I ain't finna buy no damn tickets to the R. Kelly concert. <laughs> but I'll step in the name of love. Oh, damn, I got to pee. Oh, so- <laughs> <laughs> well, find a find a girl in the corner over there and uh, handle your business. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just uh, I feel like it's a personal choice and people should be entitled to that choice. And people shouldn't make them feel bad about it because, because really, I mean, if, 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 you know, which, whatever your choice is, it's just, you know, it's your personal choice and you should do what you feel comfortable with. But I'm okay with, with it. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. And I, I separate the two and I don't have a problem, you know, buying what I like. And, I bet you won't see a motherfucker so. pudding pop in my mouth. So. <laughs> Ever. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did somebody say right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's that. So let's get, uh, let's see, this week's uh, Ask the Average Guy. Okay, this question, this week's question comes in an uh, unusual way. It comes via voicemail. So this actually is kind of mail and ask the, ask the average guy. So I'm going to play the voicemail, and then we will go ahead and, and uh, chop it up. It is Lady Lori Mackey and Jay, the infamous Jay. And we are calling in today to talk about old people and their technology stupidity. Mm-hmm. Now, that that was Jay saying that. Now, that was Jay <laughs> talking about old people and <coughs> technology stupidity because I didn't know uh, how to leave a voicemail. But I just want you younger generation to know that with all this technology that you guys have, you have Facebook, you have Twitter, you have um, Pinterest. You have, I mean, all this stuff. You, for all of it, you guys are lacking in common sense. Just that we knew when we were growing up, and we just knew because we didn't have all of this technology. And it's taking you away from just sitting down and having a normal conversation. Now, the new normal for you guys is to talk via your phone by text and with acronyms. Don't you guys use those acronyms? <laughs> Listen, I did not mean for it to go off into some logical speech about life. <gasps> oh, my God. Listen, to you old 
people, <laughs> from the younger generation, get with the time. It ain't 1950 anymore. <laughs> Oh, this is the generation of phones and computers. If you don't know how to use it, take a class, or you will be left behind. Oh my God! I snatched the phone from Jay because he's absolutely right. It is not 1950, and since it's not 1950, that doesn't mean I won't whoop her. But <laughs> technology, stupidity, or not, I am still mom. Your mama should have raised you better. Mackie Supreme, so I am still in charge. And I am the Supreme J. Oh Lord, she thinks she's the Supreme J, but she is not. I do have. It's old J. Be quiet. I do have um, social media, folks out there in wireless land. <laughs> You can follow me at Lady Lori Mackey at Yahoo dot com. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo dot com. Her email address. <laughs> follow me at my email address. Exactly. Nobody can follow me. Nobody can follow me. Follow me on follow there. She can follow me. Follow me. She's like, you can find me at AOL online. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, this poor sister. Who's, who's big mama was that? that? She's not a big mama. She's just, she's only a little bit older than us. Mm. <laughs> Does that mean she's my age? Is she talking about? <laughs> yeah, she's like I said, yeah, talking about. She's about your age. Well, she was oh, the one man. that made it seem like she was all. She's like you, young kids out there. But she you? wasn't talking to us when she was saying that. She oh. was talking to like her daughter. Oh, okay. But her daughter was talking to all of us when she was talking about old people. <laughs> so, so what's the question? <laughs> I, I don't even know. I thought there was a question in here somewhere. I don't know. I guess maybe they were just raising a topic of discussion or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, kids don't know how to have conversations. Long and, <laughs> and rambling. But uh, uh, thank you, uh, Lori Ann and uh, Lil J. Uh, <laughs> for, you know, for uh, calling in. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, boy. All right. Well, before we go, I got a couple of shout outs to give. Uh, shout out to my fellow podcaster who is on hiatus at the moment, Enrique Black, uh, who just had a brand new baby boy. So congratulations, sir. Uh, I'm not sure if that's his first or what, but uh, he just had just had him. Just saw the post on Facebook. And shout out to uh, my buddy, um, my uh, my little cousin Brian's uh, best friend uh, Kyle and his brand new beautiful bride Leah. They just got married. Despite all of my uh, warnings against it, and my better judgment, he decided to marry her anyway. So shout out to them! Congratulations! Congratulations! Welcome to the club. You know, and uh, I, I, don't, I was like Kaya, why, why do you need to? Why do you need to? Just wanna marry the pussy. I just wanna marry the pussy. 
Was that his engagement song? <laughs> it's like, all right, man, if that's what you got to do, then that's what you got to do. You, do. you do you. <laughs> that, ha- handle yours, bro. That was the money dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, with that, uh, one more reminder. Please go to uh, blackweblogawards.com and vote for the Shiznit Show. Uh, don't forget to share the show. And to uh, share it on all your social media, Facebook and Twitter, for Damon the Weasel Stanford and Charlie Bale. I am Dino Red. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.